Thank you for listening Above Ruby's podcast, created by a mom for every mom and parents for that matter, embracing parenthood insanity. Here to help you get by through weekly discussions on parenting, relationships, home, and faith as you juggle daily in life. Welcome back to Above Ruby's podcast, where we talk about working from home, faith, parenting, relationship, and sanity. I am your host, Lynn, and with me today are two very great people. <laughs> no? Great um, talaga. <laughs> ano to, uh, a, a few years my junior dito sa IGBA Bataan. Yan, si Pastor Ken and si Pastor Jonathan. How are you guys? Thriving. Thriving! <laughs> Doing great naman po, ma. Doing great naman. Okay, that's that's good to know. Ayun, thriving. Thriving is a good thing. <laughs> thriving is good. Uh, ayan, sila Pastor Ken and Pastor Jonathan is, we have, our common denominator is IGBI Bataan. Pastor Ken, naabutan ko sa Bible School to kasi, ano siya eh, third year ako. Ay, tama ba? Second year ako, thir- first year yata si Pastor Ken. Or... My memory is not serving me right but <laughs> but yon tapos si Pastor Jonathan naman hindi na kami nagkaabot sa ano sa IGBI Bataan but we are all uh, working ministers so that means uh, we are working alongside the ministry kumusta ang ating buhay pastor yung yung oldie daw muna oldie talaga oldie nagtatrabaho na ako ha oldie na agad <laughs> <laughs> Kaka-31 lang eh. Okay naman po. Um, uh, as I said earlier, talagang thriving, nagsusumikap, na makaraos. Talagang, talagang makaraos eh. No? Uh, currently, may mga uh, experience ng mga challenges sa buhay. But uh, still continuing to go back to the Lord, to search more my heart, and uh, to appreciate more the purpose kung bakit andito tayo sa field. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, no, yung ano yes. naman? Yung, yung, yung younger. Yung <laughs> younger. <laughs> uh, ako naman, uh, alive and kicking. <laughs> By God's grace, okay naman. Um, although dito pa? sa, <laughs> although dito sa NCR, we're on strict lockdown, pero, uh, wala, ganun talaga. Kailangan mag, uh, sumunod pero physically emotionally mentally and most special spiritually ay nakakaraos naman by God's grace yes and pastor Jonathan just recovered no sa kanyang ano sa kanyang sakit diba pastor medyo f- physically challenged siya the past few months yeah mm-hmm. Totoo yes. <laughs> kasi medyo hindi maganda yung ano yung 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 health ko recently pero mm-hmm. by God's grace naging okay naman siya. Ayan. Okay, I have a question and this is something that is really related to what we are doing, no? For you, what is a part-time and a full-time pastor? Because there's always been a never-ending debate about mm-hmm. these terms. Ano nga ba para sa inyo? Kasi wala naman set ano eh, wala naman sinabi ang Bible about ano full-time mm-hmm. pastor, part-time pastors, but for you, what is a part-time and what is a full-time pastor? Or is should we label the ministers as full-time and past, part-time pastors? 
Uh, all this ulit. <laughs> all this ulit. <laughs> Ganun yung basis natin. Naantay <laughs> kitang mauna eh. <laughs> anyway. Um, Ma- mauna ka na lagi, Pastor Ken, mm, para ano. <laughs> Talagang. Doon yung categorization eh. No? Edad talaga. Anyway. Uh, siguro, uh, yun nga, sabi nga ni, uh, sabi nga ni Ma'am Nilin, wala naman talagang makikita tayong reference, exact reference sa Bible regarding part-time or full-time. Although, ang napapansin kong reference yeah. ng tao, kung sino man yung nag-umpisa ng term na yan, sabi ko galit, <laughs> kung sino man yung, or kung... Pakulong natin. Pakulong. <laughs> sino man yung nag-umpisa ng term. Uh, siguro yung naging reference niya is, kumbaga, yung time na ini-spend ng isang worker, ng isang pastor, ng isang Bible man sa ministry. Siguro pag sinabing full-time, talagang yun yung traditionally isang worker, isang pastor na talagang nagdi-depend lang sa resources niya sa galing sa mga members or church. So, kumbaga, ito yung mga workers na talagang simply to say na walang secular jobs. You know, they don't do business, they're not employed outside of the church. So, nag-work lang talaga sila. While yung part-time, ika nga, yun yung parang traditionally may secular jobs outside uh, the church and then nagmi-ministry during weekends. Uh, siguro ito yung dahilan. I- I'm not really sure, ano? hindi ko naman na-research pa. Pero ito siguro yung parang naging reference or categorization ng mga sinaunang taong nagumpisa ng term na ito. Sa panahon natin ngayon, siguro for me, ano, hindi para sa akin talaga totally okay to say if or to categorize talaga yung isang worker kung ang tinutukoy natin yung zeal or yung purpose niya why he works or she works right kasi for me um, marami kasi ako ha sa sa paniniwala ko maraming workers naman na nag-work pero ang purpose nila is to fulfill yung duty number one sa family kasi yun yung primary ministry natin kung may pamilya man and at the same time hindi maging dependent sa kung anumang resources na ibinibigay ng uh, church sa kanya kasi even Apostle Paul naalala ko yung kwento sa Corinthians na nagpapasalamat siya na uh, binibigyan siya ng parang uh, abuloy or tulong pero he refused one of the reasons siguro na nakita ako na uh, dahilan kung bakit din refuse is talagang yung, yung, yung purity ba ng intent mas makikita mo kasi once na there is no material involved so para sa akin ganun, hindi siguro healthy na i-categorize lalo na ngayong panahon ngayon na kung isang worker ay part-time uh, or full-time kasi okay lang siguro kung sabihin natin terms of yun nga, yung kaninang description na sinabi natin o sinabi ko na talagang full-time worker na talagang doon lang siya nag-work. Pero kung ang pag-uusapan yung yung tawag nito, yung zeal, yung uh, eagerness to minister, to to help the ministry, I don't think na it's healthy to categorize uh, workers as such. So, yun lang. <laughs> Pastor, oh, yeah. yung ano, Pastor John. <laughs> Um, parang I seconded na lang. <laughs> well, 
Yeah, siguro dagdagan ko na lang din sinabi na ni, ni Pastor Ken. Usually, when we say a full-time worker, these are the workers or these are the pastors and Bible women na talagang nag-spend from Monday to Sunday in the ministry. So, kinakategorize natin silang full-time worker kasi yeah, they don't have job or they don't have secular job and they yeah. focused na mas maging involved sa ministry from Monday to Sunday, 24-7 let's say. Kasi bukod naman sa mga Bible studies, there's a lot of things na cover ng pagiging isang full-time worker. On the other hand naman, yung pagiging part-time worker, so ito yung mga workers na kung saan they're still engaged in the ministry, pero merong, di na mga adlang, pero meron sigurong ibang, iba pang mga activities na sinasaang alang nila when it comes to their personal life as well. So, they are working from Monday to Friday, Monday to Saturday. Pero hindi naman nila nakakalimutan yung obligation and yung part nila sa ministry. And I would agree with um, Pastor Ken na you cannot define or hindi mo siya pwedeng husgahan kung sino yung um, worker na yon just because he's working, just because she's working na hindi ganun kalalim yung passion niya at hindi ganun kalalim yung heart niya sa ministry just because they are working and you are working as a full-time worker. Mm-hmm. So, hindi natin dapat, ma- hindi natin ma-define yun, hindi natin malalaman yung po. So, may mga iba na kung saan ay full-time sa ministry and sadly, they are doing it for the sake of job or for the sake of responsibility. Yeah, they feel and, Yeah, they feel obligated, pero it's really the heart of of the workers na kung saan, kung paano siya magiging involved sa ministry. I agree, and that is really true. Because these terms, kasi they create division eh. They create division and um, yung parang judgment on people and on the members. So it's it's been going on for a very long time. Ay, part-time, ano lang yan? Si Pastor, mm. full-time, ano? Well, technically, the three of us, we are part-time, part-time ministers because that's who we are. We are, Pastor Jonathan and I are freelancers and online workers. Well, Pastor Ken is focused on, he is also working in the school, who used to be an online and then, diba? a freelancer then nagtuturo ng ESL ayon. So um, I guess the question is should ministers be tent makers? Tent makers or should should ministers or pastors and Bible women work? Should they be dedicating all of their time in the ministry? Syempre ako ulit. <laughs> <laughs> Siguro malaking bagay yung hindi naman sa parang advantage na rin ano uh, between me and Pastor Jonathan, yung masasabi kong uh, it all depends on the need talaga. Kasi uh, right now, masigit yung need kung tutuusin ko ngayon because I don't I don't just feed myself, I also feed mm-hmm. three other souls spiritually and physically. <laughs> so, yes. talagang masasabi ko na should they, uh, I mean, if, if that question will be asked, Uh, I think my answer is it depends on the need. Because what if the church where you're working is capable of giving you the need? Mm-hmm. So why not, diba? Why not do full time and uh, not necessarily spend time pa on a part time or in a 
in a secular work. Kasi, mag-provide naman yung need eh. The problem we do have right now, uh, because of these ideas sa, ideas sa mga Christian churches, especially sa atin, sa things to come, kasi, of course, this is where we are involved, this is where we grew up. Talagang nakikita natin yung cost na division ng profiling ba ng mga workers. Yes. Na, uh, ah, part-time lang siya. Na-attach yung, nakadikit agad yung ah, baka hindi siya gaanong uh, nito, hindi siya gaanong zealous sa work. Parang ganun. Na, na, nakikita. Yeah. Nadi-describe mm. tuloy yung, uh, yung puso ng isang worker dahil lang sa kung either nag-full-time siya or nag-karoon uh, siya ng secular job. So, yan lang yung parang Uh, parang as a human being parang yan yung pain ko sa ating mga churches sa mga worker uh, sa mga believers sa mga Christians na yun agad yung profiling na ginagawa nila but then again if the church is able to provide the need magpaskul ng mga bata if the, if the church can provide why not but I don't think the church or any Christian believer should stop a worker from working if the need is not provided or is not met. So, it is necessary na kung maga, kaya nga as a body of Christ, let's help each other na makita yung need at ma-provide yung need. Kasi as a minister, alam mo kung pansin ko lang ha, hindi naman sa nangungwenta ako ha. Hindi <laughs> <laughs> naman sa nangungwenta. So, bilang isang tao, kung bilang isang tao, kung titignan natin, actually, ang mga workers, grabe yung puso na dinidicate. Generally speaking ha, I'm not saying all, pero generally speaking, yeah. grabe actually ang puso na binubuhos sa ministry. To yes. the point na nagiging normal na lang sa kanila ang maglakad, ma- maglakad ng pagkalayo-layo, magpakahirap, magpakainit. Nagiging normal na lang sa kanila na kung tutusin, kung nasa secular job ka, ay dapat paid yun. Diba? Mm-hmm. <laughs> dapat payad yun. Yes. Exactly. Uyat mo, pagod mo. I mean, itong on-call ka lagi, umay na matay, merong magpapaservice, magpapapray sa hospital. Mm-hmm. Mga ganun pa. So, kung tutuusin, actually, sinabi din yan actually talaga ni Apostle Paul na kung tutuusin, we, we are worthy of double honor. Pero si Apostle Paul mismo nagsabi na hindi niya yan sinasabi o hindi niya pinipilit yan na dapat bayaran siya ng mga believers during his time. And siya mismo nagpatuloy pa rin as a tent maker. So, yan. Should workers be doing a part-time or secular job? If need, if needed, <laughs> why not? <laughs> Yan po. Uh, Pastor Tan, sabay ka ko na nung passing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it really depends uh, sa need. Share ko lang kasi after I graduated, ako kasi, I serve as a breadwinner of the family. And financially, hindi talaga kami hindi talaga kami ganun ka, ano, ka-stable. And medyo tumatanda na rin nun sila mama and papa. And uh, I remember during the during my internship sa local church na in-assignin ko before, na they're also struggling financially to support yeah. me as a worker. And I would agree with Pastor Kenneth na if the church were able to support the needs of the workers or of the pastors, Definitely, um, you can be as a full-time worker. Pero may let's let's not deny the fact na merong mga church na hindi pa kaya 
na punan na ang buong uh, ang buong needs ng ng isang ng isang worker. So after I graduated, I decided talaga na mag-work muna and uh, to be a part-time worker. And uh, yeah, it, it really depends sa needs, sa needs ng family, sa needs ng ministry. And well, kung ako tatanungin na encourage ba na mag-work ang ating mga workers or pastors, well, depende sa needs ng family, depende sa needs ng church, depende sa sitwasyon. But siguro ang pinaka-importante rito, even Apostle Paul, yeah, diba, he, he is also a tent maker. He works uh, night and day para hindi siya maging burden sa mga nagsosupport sa kanya. And I have that kind of burden and ramdaman ko when I was in the ministry. Na sabi ko, hindi pa kaya ng church na supportan ako financially. And I can be part of the ministry and at the same time, I can support the ministry. So yun yung naging mindset or thought ko na being a part-time worker, at least I was able to naka-engage pa rin sa ministry and at the same time, you saw the needs and you're able to help na masustain at kumbaga masuportahan kung ano yung need ng church. So it really depends sa needs kung, kung ano yung pangangailangan mo bilang isang worker. That's true and I totally agree with you both no. Um mai-share ko lang din kasi we grew up in a full-time pastor and Bible woman. Lagang apat kami and at that time I think my parents were just yung support na nare-receive ng pamilya is was only uh, 1000 to 1500 per month. Apat kaming anak na nag-aaral. And, uh, and this is not to degrade the full-time workers also. We really appreciate and we can see the heart. Because meron, exactly. eh, meron silang option to work as well. But then they decided to give that up to work full-time. So, ang naging ano lang namin, because 1,000, 1,500, hindi nakakabuhay ng pamilya. <laughs> so, farming talaga yung naging reason kaya mas lalong na sustain yon. It's not a fully sustained life. It was a very challenging financially and sacrificial for the parents, no? Parang naikwento ng nanay ko na sometimes parang na ano na na hurt daw yung tatay ko na pag nare-realize na niya, I'm not providing enough for the family. I feel bad kasi hindi ko napaaral yung mga anak ko. Yung ganun. So, there's a sacrifice that comes along with it also when doing full-time. So, I, I agree that it really depends. And if the church is able to sustain the need of the worker, by all means, walang worker na Tama. ayaw na, ano, di ba? Walang worker oh. na ayaw mag-work full-time. <laughs> Ayan. Uh, can I add lang po? Uh, kasi, uh, lalo yung sinabi niyo po um, ni Lina, Nga, uh, personal experience nyo. Talagang nakikita din kasi natin yung uh, sacrifices talaga ng isang worker doing full-time. We cannot deny yung puso nila. Talagang willing sila to sacrifice. Ang nakakalungkot lang talaga yung nagugat na kultura ng mga kristyano. Hindi lang sa TCM siguro. Nagugat na kultura mm-hmm. ng mga kristyano na yung kaisipan na ang isang worker dapat willing to sacrifice. Kumbaga parang itinitiin. Yes. Yung itinitiin mm-hmm. sa isang worker o nagpastor ka, worker ka, dapat okay lang sa'yo maghirap ka. Parang ganun ba? That's one of the things na talagang... Part kumbaga, of the ministry. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, <laughs> yes. 
guardian ng ministry, dapat maghirap ka. That is one of the idea na talagang hindi ko matanggap na na-realize ko nitong paglaki ko na. Paglaki ko na. <laughs> na na-realize ng mga churches na parang lagi siyang kultura talaga ng mga believers, ng mga kristyano sa mga churches na dapat okay lang kay pastor, okay lang kay Bible woman na maghirap kasi that's part of the ministry. That is really one of the things that, anong term na pwede kong gamitin? Kalimutan ko yung term. Yung, yung burden ko sa mga churches na, na ganyan yung kaisipan nila, yung kultura. Which is really something na kailangan baguhin kung tutusin. As much as possible, the church has to provide if they don't want their worker to work secular job. So, yan lang yung kaisipan na kultura na parang sana dumating sa point na mabago ng mga majority ng mga churches. Yes po, Mangilin. <laughs> I rest my case. That is true, Pastor. <laughs> ah, that is so good. I really like that. Kasi it's true. And it's a, this should be a wake-up call to everyone. Hindi dahil. <laughs> But I'm not gonna add to that anymore. <laughs> well said, Jesse Pastor Ken. Kumbaga. For your daily dose of inspirational proverbs, visit us on Facebook and Instagram. Simply search Above Ruby's blog. Want to know more about podcasting and connect with podcast virtual assistants? Join us in our exclusive Facebook group. Simply search Podcast BAs Philippines. All right, we are back uh, still with Pastor Ken and Pastor Jonathan. We're still talking about tent making and full-time, part-time because technically this is something that is that hits home. This is something that's very re- relevant to the three of us. Ma kwento ko lang, where does the word tent making come from? This is found in the New Testament and this was based on the life of Apostle Paul because the term tent making was his job nung nagbiminister si Apostle Paul. So, we kind of, ano na, yung parang inadapt namin yan na parang if you're working alongside the ministry, then you are called tent making. Okay, now we have another question. What is the most challenging part in being a tent maker? Si Pastor Jonathan naman ngayon mauna, Pastor. <laughs> challenging part? Yeah, before, nung nag-work ako in a corporate world, yung challenging part talaga kapag nag-work ka sa isang kumpanya, ay hindi mo hawak ang schedule mo, especially when I work in a call center before, na even Sunday na kailangan mong tanggalin yung duty mo as a pastor dahil kailangan mo yung compromise dahil may, hindi ka pinayagan sa ganitong offer, hindi ka pinayagan na kunin ng ganitong rest day. So that's one of the um, challenges siguro nung pagiging isang part-time worker or sa pagiging tent maker. It's really the schedule sa kumpanya mo or sa even sa work mo. And uh, siguro ang pinaka isa pa sa mga challenges natin na being a tent maker, siguro physically, I'll be very honest, uh, physically may mga times na very exhausted ang katawan mo. And dun yung yes. time na atakihin ka ng kaaway na it's it's just like for example, yung rest day mo lang is sa Sunday or Saturday. Dun yung time na atakihin ka ng kaaway na gusto mo mag-rest. It's just your rest day na gusto mo mag-rest and parang pwede bang pass muna ako sa ministry and pass muna ako sa ganitong assignment dahil rest day ko. So, sa so yun sa mga challenges ng being isang ano, tent maker. 
But eventually, I, by God's grace, I na napagtatagumpayan naman araw-araw at napagtatagumpayan naman. What else? <laughs> Siguro preparation when it comes to speaking engagement. So in some mga challenges. Kasi when you're a full-time worker, you also have time to prepare. You have a lot of time to to prepare your messages, to prepare your sermons. But when you're working in other field or in, in a secular world, I... May mga times na exhausted ka na and hindi mo na napaghahandaan yung mga sermon mo. So it's one of the challenges of being a tent maker. I agree with you, Pastor Jonathan. Talagang ang pinaka-challenge is yung oras talaga. Yun din yung nagiging challenge ko. It's like, kung pwede lang. Dito yung time na hahangarin mo. Kung pwede lang, doblihin ko yung katawan ko, di ba? Just so I can do the work, I can minister at, while working. Hindi <laughs> mo may intindihan dati nung uh, bata ka pa eh. Totoo mm. pala talaga yung sabi nila na kung pwede lang, doblehin ko yung tatawa. No? <laughs> Yan yung laging mga naririnig natin sa mga magulang, uh, di ba? Uh-uh. <laughs> kung pwede lang, doblehin ko yung katawan ko, gagawin ko. Kasi there's joy in the ministry eh. There's joy in the ministry. But when it comes to ano times na pati yung oras mo ay hindi mo hawak. Talagang, it becomes very, very challenging and sometimes nakaka-guilty mm-hmm. on our part na sometimes we feel like we are not doing enough. Although the the heart is not in question, diba? the mm-hmm. zeal is always there, the passion is always there. But because you are not able to do, or you, you are not able to commit 100% of your time para dyan, para nagigilty ka na Yeah, diba? yeah, I feel you, tama. <laughs> may, ganong feeling, may ganong feeling talaga na na you can do more, you can do better, but it's just that the time, it's just it's mm. just that the needs ay hindi talaga na nagagawa. Ah, that's true. Ang mga ministers ba, should, should we be negative or should we be taken negatively for choosing not to be a full-time pastor? We kind of, ano na, parang na-touch na natin to kanina, di ba? But mm. dapat bang nilulook down ang full-time pastors because they are full-time pastors at alam na, ng members na, like, we are the church, we provide all your needs. Parang ganun, di ba? Mm. Na parang, dapat hawak ka namin sa leeg. <laughs> Doon yung challenge sa part ng full-time pastors uh. and full-time ministers. Dapat ba na ganyan ang ano nila? And on our part as tent makers, dapat ba that we should, should we also be looked down because we are only part-time ministers. What what can you say about that, Pastor? Muna sa, very... sa full-time, no? Sa full-time mm-hmm. worker. Um, usually that's the ano eh, dilemma and yeah. yan yung siguro kinakaharap ng bawat church or hindi ng bawat, may mga ilang churches na kung saan because mm-hmm. they think na they can provide the needs of their pastor or their workers ay dapat sila yung magdidesisyon para sa pastor yes. na sila yung may hawak ng buhay ng pastor and may mga times na kung saan kapag hindi namimit yung expectation nila when it comes to ministry yung parang yung 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 kala mo ay hawak na nila ang buong pagkatao ng pastor which yes. is a very ano which is a very sad na as a supporter and as a church member um, it it really depends uh, sa kultura ng ng church 
may mga mm-hmm. church na kung saan they really look up their pastor with double honor. Yes. And may mga church na kung saan ay ang mga pastor nila ay it's really the pastor na nagde-decision sa lahat ng bagay and also consulting the members. Pero may mga ilang churches then sad to say na they're controlling their workers or they're controlling mm-hmm. their pastors and which is very sad kasi um bilang isang member at bilang isang supporter dapat walang ganung mindset. Mindset. Uh, yes. Wala tayong mindset na dapat ay nagso-support tayo. We can we because we have the money, we have the resources, we can control the others' lives. Mm-hmm. Yun yung mm-hmm. medyo nakakalungkot na dapat baguhin ng mindset ng 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 ating mga members or ng ating mga supporters. When you support uh, a pastor, when you support a workers, you're you're not giving something just because you're expecting him to something. do these things or something you're not expecting Mm-mm. him to do this minute to do to do that to do that you're supporting because that's your heart you're supporting because that's your heart that's your passion and you saw the needs and that's your gift being a supporter yes so you should never look down your full-time pastor you should never control mm-hmm. your full-time pastors when it comes to decision making and especially ito siguro ha ito yung especially naka-encounter ko recently, or hindi recently, uh-huh. mga before, na kung yeah. saan ay may mga churches na kung saan ay dinadegrade nila yung pastor nila just because hindi nila hindi magawa ng pastor na maakay yung kanyang family. And uh, mm-hmm. it's very degrading, lalo na minsan nakakawalang ng respeto minsan yung iba sa pastor nila just because na hindi na naakay na ibang pastor yung ibang kapamilya nila. And nakakalungkot kasi yung kahit gaano ka ka-equip, kahit gaano ka ka-passionate itong pastor na ito, hindi nakikita ng, mga, ng ibang mga members. Pero, yeah, uh, bilang isang workers and bilang isang pastor, sabi nga, di ba, we, we're, we're not in a bed of roses. Yes. And I believe nandiyan yung, yung mga mindset ng, ng mga pastor. Now, we, we're not only following these people, but we follow Christ. So, yun. So, we should never look down with, with our full-time pastor. Sa part-time naman, sa part-time worker or sa part-time pastor natin, I think kung gaano natin dinodouble honor ang ating full-time worker, dapat ganun din credit yung binibigay natin when it comes to full-time or sa part-time worker natin. As again, hindi natin pwedeng i-judge yung isang worker o isang pastor not because na tuwing Saturday or Sunday lang siya nagpa-participate or yeah. nag-involve sa ministry. We don't have that right kasi hindi naman natin nakikita yung puso o yung, yes. yung passion ng, ng, ng worker mm-hmm. na yon. So we should never look down yung kung, kung ang kung isang pastora ay part-time worker as well. Kasi I believe most of our part-time workers, these are faithful supporters ng church. Kasi sila yung alam nat alam natin ng mga yes. part-time workers kung ano yung need ng church natin at kung ano yung need ng ministry. Alright, so Pastor Ken, the question was, should ministers be taken negatively for choosing for not choosing to be a full-time pastor and vice versa should part-time pastors be taken negatively did i just ask the same question <laughs> but yeah you get the ana uh, parang Apo. dapat bang i-judge yung full-time at dapat bang i-judge ang part-time dahil sa mga decision ay sa mga daan na tinahak nila sige 
basically primarily da- hindi dapat kasi first reason for me is that we really cannot tell what's in the heart of that worker so it is really best to be just an accountability partner to that worker to be a support to that worker whether it be emotionally whether it be if you have the ministry to become an advisor then advise or someone who can minister financially then just support financially if there is a need materially for that na, ng worker na yan so uh, no hindi dapat pwedeng i-judge actually kasi prima, bottom line kasi talagang we are instructed not to judge by the Lord as uh, instructed in the Bible yes uh, exactly. even in that matter kasi hindi pwedeng maging referensya na ng tao, ng isang kristyano, ng mga believers, o ng isang church para basihan kung gaano baka masigasig yung isang worker. Hindi kasi yun basihan eh sa trabaho o sa isang ministry. Hindi naman kasi talaga yun basihan. Uh, in fact, it has to be bigan nga ni, sabi nga ni Imam Niling kanina, it has to be a wake-up call. Kung sa isang part-time worker, part-time in the sense na hindi siya full-time Monday through Sunday na, as a pastor lang, nag-work secularly, siguro wake up call yon sa isang church. Uh, are, are we providing enough for that worker? Uh, sa isa namang full-time pastor, it's also a wake up call kung natignan ng isang church kung enough pa talaga yung nare-receive ng isang, uh, ng isang worker. Kasi baka yung worker talagang grabing, grabing namang sacrificial to the point of Uh, mm-hmm. nahihirapan siya na i-open sa church kasi siguro personality-wise iba-iba tayo ng personality baka yung worker nahihiya lang yeah. o baka, baka yung, yung isang uh, worker intimidated kasi may mga worker pa rin kasi namang ganyan eh na a worker lang ng pastor lang naman ako diba? hindi naman mm-hmm. kasi hindi naman kasi accredited yung pinag-aralan ko. Parang ganun. May mga ganun pa rin cases talaga na mga pastors na nai-intimidate. And as a church, we have to be sensitive about that. Kasi kumbaga, uh, hindi lahat ng pastor, hindi lahat, kasi nga sa iba, pagkaiba-iba ng personalities natin, hindi lahat ng workers able to open up. Kaya sa worker din, yes. part yan na dapat niyang matutunang gawin. Kasi he has to open up. Pero sa mga church, it has to be a wake-up call to become more sensitive, to become more observant sa need ng isang worker. Lalo kung ang worker may pamilya. Honestly ha, honestly, sabihin ko lang sa inyo, ako pati <laughs> ako pati si misis, kung tutuusin, gusto namin ng maraming, maraming anak. Kasi iba, I mean, I, I can see it from our families na maraming anak later on. Kumbaga, there's more opportunity for you to disciple children ba na magisindang ministers later on or mm-hmm. magisindang kapaki-pakinabang na citizens later on. There's more opportunity for you. I mean, there's more of you na pwede mong i-replicate sa mundong ibabaw na to. <laughs> Pero that's one of the hindrances ng isang worker na sa isang may pamilya, isa lang or dalawa lang, na parang hindi tuloy na bibigyan sila ng opportunity to fulfill the God-given duty na mag-multiply mag-multiply <laughs> at mag-disciple talaga 
mag-multiply at mag-disciple. Kasi, syempre, yung primary disciples mo talaga, yung mga magiging anak mo. So, yun lang. Eh, hindi naman siya yeah. tutusin bigla. Kasi, depende din naman yan sa mag- mag-asawa kung ilan talaga gusto nila. Pero may mga workers kasi na talagang gusto nilang more than one or more than two. Pero, nahahadlangan because of the material need. Na sana dapat hindi maging reason. Kasi, Uh, material should not be the controller ika nga ng mga decision making natin. So, yun lang. It has to be on both sides sa worker, saka sa church, na parehas maging sensitive kung dapat matutunan ng isang worker, anong dapat natin ting matutunan ng isang church. So, yeah. Yun lang siguro. <laughs> That's good. And the last question is, what do you love the most about being a minister? Oh, okay. I love that question. Kasi, <laughs> kasi alam nyo, isang bagay talaga na, na ma-appreciate ng isang worker, na magkaka, magkakaintindihan tayong mga worker, pastors and Bible women, is yung type of fulfillment, yung level of fulfillment na nararamdaman natin emotionally, spiritually. Yan yung isa sa talagang ikinatutuwa ko at ikinagagala ko bilang isang worker. Kasi, you have more opportunity to be clear sa intentions mo when you help. You have more opportunity to become more zealous sa vision mo if you are a worker. Kahit na walang kapalit kahit anuman. Iba yung fulfillment talaga na nakukuha. Alam mo itong marirealize mo na lang later on. Grabe pala, ang pagod na, nakakapagod pala yung ginawa ko, ginagawa natin. Pero, hindi mo yun naisip na pagod lang. Hindi mo yun naisip na bigat sa loob lang. Kasi, na-fulfill ka during the time na ginawa mo yun. Na later on mo lang narirealize na, what kind sunod-sunod yung mga funeral services? Kailangan mag-grace every night kasi magsiservice ka. Ay, kasi experience ko yan. Ito isang malaking bagay na na-realize ko recently, umpisa nung May or June, kasi dito sa barangay namin, uh, nakailang ano na, nakailang uh, patay na na either kamag-anak or member or mag-anak ng member. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Bakit naman ako natawa? <laughs> <laughs> di, di, talagang ano nangyari. nangyari. And, I don't mean bad, ha? Hindi, <laughs> pero ang, ang point ko lang is, alam mo itong, kung, kung mag-aisipin natin, kung maging selfish tayo as a worker, several nights na, na nire-risk yeah. mo yung sarili mo, given the condition na pandemic, mm na kung tutuusin, mm. hindi ka dapat labas-labas. Tapos may dalawa pa akong babies. Or yes. tapos, mm-hmm. yung, yung type of risk na ina-undergo mo, pero hindi mo yun naisip during that time because all you have in mind is to help, to, to be of support doon sa pamilya ng namatayan. Na duty ko to, duty natin to as a worker, na kailangan mo siyang gawin, hindi dahil napilitan ka, but because you realize that it's part of your purpose in life. So, andun yung risk. May mga, of course, kailangan pa rin, nag-iingat pa rin naman as much as we can pag-uwi ko dito, kaya yeah. maligo agad, etc., etc. Pero, alam mo yung, kung iisipin lang natin, kung iisipin ko lang, grabe yung risk na several times akong nagpa-hospital, twice, to be, uh, twice or three times, na pinuntahan natin yung isang member kasi the, dying na, yung isang 
yung people sinuportahan natin hindi yung people ng church natin local church yung people sa ibang church na nadisgrasya pero kailangan pumunta kasi ikaw yung pinakamalapit na worker kayo yung pinakamalapit na church mm-hmm. na pwedeng mag-assist sa kanya kasi malayo yung church niya yung family niya yung type of risk kung tutuusin kung magiging selfish tayo bilang isang tao lamang nakakapagod nakakasawa kung tutuusin pero as a worker, hindi mo yun mararamdaman because what you felt is the grace, is the is the blessing coming from the Lord. Hindi blessing sa isak na ginawa mo, but it's a blessing na nag-reciprocate, na nag-pounce hmm. back dahil mula sa Diyos na, na hindi mo na siya mararamdaman or ma-consider as a burden. So yan, yan ang pinaka-love uh, ko sa ministry. Yung klase ng blessing after all of the challenges na binibigay ng Diyos. So, yun lang. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> that is a really good, Pastor. Kasi, yun nga, who else can understand you except your, ano, diba? Better than the the fellow worker who shares the same, ano, passion and in, interest when it comes to the ministry, no? So, magpatuloy lang tayo kahit mahirap. Kasi there's always... Joy in serving the Lord. Yeah. Before we end, though, let's take this opportunity to whoever is going to listen to this podcast or vidcast <laughs> to encourage them. Because especially now that we're two years na tayo, it's a pandemic. Bawal magkita, bawal lah, bawal parin ikaw lumabas. <laughs> Please share a word or two of encouragement to our fellow believers. <laughs> <laughs> to those who are listening to those who are watching this uh, video podcast uh, siguro we are not on the same feet uh, given na uh, uh, we are workers we have that title and we have that background as a worker but we have to un- you have to understand that we are all the same as a believer as a Christian we're all the same in the sight of the Lord Whatever we are facing right now, whatever challenges and struggles you are facing right now, what really matters most is that God is uh, prepping you for something bigger. And God is honing you to become a better person. Just don't give up. Uh, I just want to share this kasi life verse ko rin siya, although marami akong life verse. Pero talagang nilagay ko sa phone ko tong uh, reminder na marami to. Marami ka life, Pastor. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, I really put this yes. on my phone kasi even I, me, myself, and I, talagang me, myself, and I, kailangan kong ma-remind that all things work together for good. Kaya nilagay ko talaga siya, instead of clock lang, uh, the verse Romans 8.28, all things work together mm-hmm. for good. Kasi uh, even though we have these struggles, personal struggles, there may be times na nangingibabaw ang ego natin, nangingibabaw yung uh, self-righteousness natin. But we really have to keep, uh, to let God keep on searching our hearts. Kasi, uh, there are a lot of times na na nagsistruggle tayo spiritually, emotionally, uh, intellectually, mentally. What we just have to really do is to rely on His promises. Medyo mabigat. Medyo mahirap. Struggling. Kasi, um, wala pa tayo dun sa state na talagang nakita pa na natin si Lord na fulfill na yung faith na pinapractice natin, mm-hmm. nakita na natin yung hope. Wala pa tayo dun sa stage. But 
we have to go back to the idea na what's the point of exercising faith kung nakita mo na ang Diyos, kung nakita mo na ang processes, kung promises niya. Yes. And that's what faith is all about. Really trusting on something that you haven't seen yet, you haven't experienced yet. And uh, we have to just hold on, ikang. Nasabi ng kanta, hold on, hold on. When the storms, ano yun? Something lyrics. Uh, basta yung kantang hold on. Uh, even though... <laughs> <laughs> Inisip din yung lyrics eh. <laughs> Until, the the storm is over. Until the storm is over. Uh, so, one thing na kailangan ng nating panghawakan are His promises. Uh, hayaan lang nating mag-doubt tayo sometimes, pero never give up on those promises. Kasi normal yan. Jesus Christ nga na nag-request sa God the Father na kung pwedeng alisin mo tong cup na to as a human being yes, talaga nangyayari yan so uh, yan po just keep on holding on ayan ako naman if you're encountering any mental health especially during this pandemic isa yan sa mga mahirap especially the anxieties the fear of going outside na maari ka pala maging And uh, mamaya, nag-contain ka na ng, ng virus, yes. uh, naging carrier ka na. Anxieties na kung paano ma-feed or, masus- or masusustain yung needs ng family mo. Yung yung anxieties na takot sa sarili mo na dahil lamang sa ubo or sipon na baka ka na natamaan ka ng virus. And uh, yung, yung feeling mo na mas nilalamon ka na ng fear over your faith. Siguro that's the time na kailangan natin i-evaluate din na yung sarili natin bilang isang mananampalataya or isang bilang isang tao. Na I I just wanted to share yung yung life ng isa sa mga tinuturo ko ngayon sa Bible school, yung book of Joshua na God said three times with Joshua na do not fear and be of good courage. Do not fear and be of good courage. Whatever you are in, um, encountering right now, whether physically, emotionally, mentally, or even spiritually, do not fear. God is always there for us, and He never leaves us nor forsakes us. And it's a matter of trusting His promises na makakabangon at ibabangon niya tayo. We may not feel na hindi nag-work ang Panginoon. We may not feel na naka-lockdown pa or we may feel na naka-lockdown pa rin tayo. We may feel na feeling natin walang improvement sa nangyayari dito sa pandemyang ito. But God is working. But God is working. He He's really working. We just really need to trust Him fully. And uh, yeah, we just really need to... It, it's it's all about knowing your... ano eh, It's all about knowing your 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 weapon especially when it comes this pan, uh, when, in times of this pandemic na kung sino yung pwede mong lapitan kapag ikaw ay sobrang hinana at sobrang bagsak na good thing is we have god na nandiyan lagi para sa atin and patuloy at patuloy mararamdaman ang pagkilos ng panginoon kaya if you have um if you're experiencing this anxiety or at um anxiety attack and yung, yung mental health mo ay hindi maganda. I think it God is teaching you and God is reaching out to you na kailangan mo lang isurrender yung buhay mo sa Kanya. And yun yung maganda na meron kang Diyos sa buhay that whatever happens in your life, sabi nga ni um, Pastor Ken, that all things work together for good. 
especially to those people who love God. Whatever happens, whether it is good or bad, wala walang bad when you when you are in God. It's always in good, or it's always in the it's always aligned doon sa plano ng Diyos sa buhay mo. So, kapag meron kang maganitong mental health, which is me personal na experience ko in the past a few months, just always ask God, pray and kneel, and I can assure you that the peace of God will rule your heart. Yun yung importante pag nagpe-pray ka. Meron kang peace of mind. Yung, yung Holy Spirit, bibigyan ka ng peace of mind uh, sa puso at sa isip. So, laban lang, kapit lang sa Panginoon. <laughs> yes. Amen. Thank you so much, Pastor Ken and Pastor Jonathan, no, sa oras nyo and for this opportunity to talk to you about this. Something that ha- that not many people are talking about. And this is um, what we sh- which, which is something we should be talking about. So, I really appreciate and thank you for sharing your insights. And, of course, we will see each other when we see each other <laughs> in God God's time. Oh. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Sign up to my newsletter so you're notified of my next podcast at www.aboveprecious-rubies.com or follow me via Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, YouTube, Amazon Podcast, and other podcast streaming platforms. If you have comments, questions, or suggestions, email me at nilyn at aboveprecious-rubies.com. I look forward to talking to you.